Hello and welcome to First Thoughts. It's your co-host here, Jensen, and this week with me I have Josh and Mike. How are we both doing, boys? I'm good, thank you. How are oh, you, mate? Good, Josh. <laughs> yeah, I'm great, man. I finished with Christmas today, so yes. I'm one buzzing. more week for one more. <laughs> oh, no, I was so hoping for rubbing yeah. it in, Mike, because <laughs> I hope you don't finish until like the day before Christmas Eve. But yeah, uh, been a good one, mood. One more, one more week for me. But it is, it's like you know, it's nice stuff. It's like the nice Christmas stuff that we get to do. So you say that like, now, but it's going to oh, be stressful, gosh. still, oh, Jensen. Yeah, I know, but it's it. like one of their birthdays next week, so it's. It's all. It's going to be. It's going to be an interesting one because there's a lot of change going on. So um, it's going to be an interesting week. But um, yes. Um, so I'll just quickly outline the premise of the podcast, and then nice. we can kind of get underway and chat out a bit more. So uh, basically, the premise is each of us brings a topic each week, and we all have to figure out each other's topic using minimal prompts. So. Um, yes, that's basically it. It kind of works a little bit like reverse articulate. And I'm guessing by this point, if you have listened to the podcast, then you know how it works. Um, but yes, it's my turn to host this week. So mm-hmm. um, about an hour ago, I was having a good old flap. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, because oh, I've, I've got some good <laughs> topics in the bank. But you know yeah. when you really want to do some justice and you're like, no, I'm not. I don't want to just throw this out there. So, I, you know, so I'm saving those. My um, issue is all of mine are like science or medical related, yeah. and I, I think I'm getting a bit predictable. So yeah, <laughs> well, like I was, I, I was starting to like worry about that with myself as well, and um, so I think like after because we got this one, and then next week we'll be doing our Christmas special. Mm-hmm. Um, Should be good. And and then after that, I'm gonna like really think about. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. what, I'm gonna I'm gonna really <laughs> spice up my topics. I'm gonna really spice. Are you okay there, Mike? <laughs> yeah, I've just rigged myself up a uh, a situation here so that <laughs> hopefully you can hear me better. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I was using like a toilet roll holder one week. Mike is my mic stand. <laughs> oh, man. oh, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, go, right. Jensen, go. Sorry for interrupting. So, go. right, okay, I'm, uh, I'm going to get us underway. So, all right, boys, I'm going to get my notes up here, so I'm all ready to roll. Now, boys, I would like your first thoughts on Pando. Pando. Yes, Pando. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mike? <laughs> Do you... Well, <laughs> so my first thoughts are, uh, I know what a panda nice. is, and I know what panko breadcrumbs are, <laughs> so is it some kind of accumulation of the two, hopefully? <laughs> that, that was a really interesting first thought. Josh, what are your first thoughts? <laughs> um, I'm thinking it's like some sort of hybrid species, you know, when you're like... You've got like ligers. So it's like a oh, lion man. and a tiger. I don't know what you're crossing. It's like a panda crossed with something. Um, it, what yeah, what would it? that be, Josh? What would that be? Like, tell me, a panda crossed with a what? Kangaroo, maybe. That's what I do. <laughs> oh, man, that would be a monstrosity, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> um, now, Is it uh, an abbreviation, Jensen? It's not an abbreviation. It is a uh, name. An acronym for... uh, is a name. No, it's not. A, it's not an acronym. So um, I'm afraid it's neither of those. Sorry, Mike. It's not a panda or panko <laughs> breadcrumb thing, and it wow. is not. And it is also not a panda kangaroo monstrosity hybrid either. <laughs> it's not. Nice. It's not that either. Thanks for clarifying that. It's all right. <laughs> um, uh, uh, are either of us close? <laughs> I'd say jo- Josh was the closest in kind of saying species, I guess. Oh. Um, so in the fact okay, that it is okay. a living thing. Oh. Okay. Pando. It's not like the name for like a type of mother doe or a yeast, is it? Uh, <laughs> no, it is nay, that. Okay. So uh, is it... Um, is it an animal or a fungus or a uh, plant? Okay, so so we are in the plant realm, and nice, th- nice. this this um, this I will I will drop on you straight away. This fact, go on, um, is that it is so it is a plant, mm-hmm. um, but it is apparently the largest organism in the world. What? Okay, so it's like got a network of. This isn't the thing we like. Um, Go on, Josh. Ugh. 
All the routes are connected, basically. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, okay. Oh. It is a. Is it? Is it like? Because Mike's like hot on his funguses. Fungi. Oh, I did not know this. Um, <laughs> so there are like some type of fungi which have got. Um, is it rhizo rhizoplasts or something on there? I forgot what the name is. And it, it is, is that like, like the, basically the intercon- uh, my, mycorrhizal, mycorrhizal, yeah. The, yeah. And that's that like interconnected root system, yeah, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Is is that what we're seeing with a pando? So, so with pando, um, yeah. It, I, go on, go on, Mike. I'll let. Are you going to tell us something? Can no, I, you go, Mike. Go. I want um, you guys to <laughs> come on. Is it so? I know, I know. There's a thing in North America, uh, and it's a bunch of aspen trees. I think that are all interconnected. Right. Is there anything to do with that? Uh, um, that that's exactly what it is. Um, <laughs> ah, <laughs> nice. So, so I is, love it. Yes. Is it a fungus that is? Is it a so, fungus that is connecting the, those? So or is it? This is the interesting thing. So um, it uh, it isn't a fungus. So right. so you you are right that this there's these interconnecting trees or tree um, and the root system thing. Josh, mm. you're about to. Question. I was about to ask a question. Yeah, I was just going to kind of say, like, is it? It's a collection of trees. Well, technically, how it, are they connected? Like, are they connected at the trunk? Is, are they connected at the roots, or what? Like, it's connected um, at the roots, and okay. um, so, so what are our what are our main two? I guess yeah, main two methods of reproduction in organisms. So you've got a, you've got sexual and asexual. Yeah. So this so plant, it's going to be asexual, right? Yes. This, but this, this These plant are clones, can do both. so it's like a clone. It, oh, it can. Yes. Oh, okay. So this, so yeah, this it can, it can do both. If the conditions are not right, it will it will seed, so it can move to a better location. Um, but this is Ooh. a clonal colony of aspens, um, and nice. it covers some hundred and eight acres. I was going to ask that next. It's. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a fascinating thing. I got really excited about this. Um, and then so, Mike's just like, yeah. No, yeah. I love it. No, it's, it's great. Cause I had no idea that Mike was like the fungi man. I'll watch out for him now. Um, so, Mike, like, what, what more can you tell me? Because you seem to kind of know then. What more information do you have in the, in, um, in the noggin? I think all, all I remember about yeah. it is that, um, that it's one single organism. I know it's the biggest organism in the world and um and that they're connected somehow but i've completely forgot all of the juicy details so. <laughs> well like you kind of i could even forgot well, its name well i mean it was like i was i was hoping to like kind of like steer us towards like but i think um like i thought, tell you what do you want to hazard a guess uh how heavy this thing is if you were to put it all together Reverend in mind it is just one organism <laughs> can I? Can I ask? What are we talking? What? Go, go on, Josh. I was good. Uh, I was I, not going to answer Jensen's question. I was going to oh, ask another okay. question. <laughs> so, <laughs> so maybe you should go, Mike. That's not a good enough question. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I right, feel go like on, Josh. No, no, go on, Josh. I feel like my my question might give us a more interesting fact. But let's I, go for it. it. No, <laughs> thanks, thanks, <laughs> I was going to lead into other facts. I don't feel wounded at all. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, no, go on, Josh. How? old is this organism white so, so that was kind of going to be my next segue um, right so um dendro chronologists which are the nice. guys who date things tree by rings, yeah. tree rings yeah which yeah. i did not know before tonight i was like i mean i knew about the tree ring dating oh. i did not know they were called dendro chronologists which is cool that's um, cool right? so cool. The, there's a bit of variance in um opinion because one trunk because of course this has like this is made of forty-seven thousand trunks this thing uh, but one trunk o- only only lasts about two hundred years, right? And because this organism is in a constant, well, it's perpetually aging, isn't it? That's it. Like, it's perpetually like, some aging. Are di- so, some are dying and some are spawning. So, so we don't okay. know. So obviously, you've got um, on the one hand, you've got some people saying like fourteen thousand to eighty thousand, uh, but then then there is some. What I'm I'm going to say is uh, I feel like slightly optimistic claim that this is somewhere between 80,000 and 1 million years old. Um, somehow I think that's on the optimistic side, but what we do know is this is really old. 
um, and they kind of they're dating this round around to kind of like the Ice Age, wow. um, because the place where it is in Utah, North America, like you mentioned, Mike, was kind of untouched um, by the Ice Age, apparently. So this organism was allowed to thrive, or certainly that's the narrative around this um, creature. Is it a creature? Not really a creature. This organism, 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 organism. creature is not organism. Kind of, but um, how was yeah. it discovered? Like how how did they just try and dig up one tree and realize um, that the roots were? I think I think they began investigating it in the '60s, from what I remember, and then like later on, they sort of re investigated it in the 90s and kind of confirmed that it had this interconnecting uh, root system um and so th- this this is this thing's actually um at risk um for a couple of factors um now do you want to have do you want to have hazard a guess at what those factors might be see if we can stretch this segment out a little bit before we move on <laughs> uh, climate change okay uh, i imagine climate change in some way but it is not actually one of the main ones Deforestation. So, uh, deforestation, I'd say close to that, in that we humans have apparently killed off the predators in the area. So, the grazing herbivore animals are going along eating all the new shoots. Ah, so, right, okay. so be- because well. there's a lack of predators in that area now. And so, the obviously, the herbivores are coming along eating all the new shoots. Um, classic. Classic. Um, <laughs> Always happens, doesn't and it? And the the other version I thought was quite surprising, to be honest. Mm. Can I? Hmm. Uh, oh, I'm all over the place tonight. I've. Uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking. Can I guess the weight now? Oh my lord! <laughs> Go for it, Josh. What? What? How many what tons? I think why it's. Not? You know, you said it's like forty-seven thousand trees, right? Yeah. So is it maybe like four, five thousand ton? Yeah, we're we're in that we're in that region, so it's about um about six million kilograms. So we're we're in our oh, like so we're into like six a good, million kilograms. So, so we're into like a good six thousand metric tons kind of range. Wow. So big boy, which is apparently. Nice. I really don't get how you how you actually I, well, accurately. I know, well, that's it. They're, they're guessing. They're, they're guessing them. They're, I mean, are they? Um, are they? weighing the leaves is this a summer weight what's the winter weight like what about what about water is this its bulking weight or it's I, I, cutting weight is the soil being weighed i'm guessing the soil isn't being weighed know. otherwise the weight would be way up um i just don't oh. i don't, I don't I, trust i know this. i know but um but i mean when you consider there's forty-seven thousand trunks and they're about 25 meters high each mm. um eight inch diameter so you know like you got 47,000 of those plus a massive root system. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not surprised it could get pretty heavy. Um, the yeah. other reason that it's in danger is because we have deprived it of forest fires. Uh, because ah. apparently this is one of those kind of organisms that rely on destruction. So the forest yeah, fire would come along, back. burn it back, and then that would allow all these new shoots to come up out of the ground. So... Um, one of those strange ones where we protect things, but then it sort of backfires. Yeah. Um, in this yeah. case, and um, they are worried that it's an aging population, a little bit like humanity, and um, <laughs> and that it might be sort of at a turning point, you know. But um, yeah, so I I came across this to, to just kind of today. I, I, strangely, um, I was I was introducing some of the kids I work with to like TED Ed videos and was like, check these out. Like, you know, oh, if, you, okay. if you want to find yeah. some educational videos, check out TED Talks and things. Um and that this this came up as like a recent upload and I was like, this this is cool. Um I think I'll I think I'll run with this. I like this. So um <laughs> so yeah that is uh Pando. Nice. Right. Is there anyone itching to go next or shall I just nominate Go for You know what? I'm gonna I've got a, <laughs> I've got a bottle cap here and I'm gonna flip it. So um, Mike, you will be Red Stripe, and Josh, you're the inside. So, nice. here we go. Right, nice insight to uh, your drinking hey, habits no. there. Right, okay, it's the inside, Josh. Yeah, that means it's you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, I was saying before you joined the call, Mike, that I've got like two potential topics for today. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with one of them obviously <laughs> and if you 
And if, and if you know it, let me know and I'll... Oh, I love this preamble. I know. Is it <laughs> right. fungi related? Just give us one. Just give us one. It's okay. coming your way now. So, I would like your first thoughts on Rumble Defumps. Rumble D thumps. Yes. I've I've got a first thought Go here. On. Uh is it the the raised part of the road <laughs> like when to like to stop you uh to stop you like swerving out of a lane? Ooh. Like on a motorway. It's not. I've got no idea what they're known as. Though. That's quite interesting. So then they're, they're known as rumble strips ah, to me. Ah, right, yeah. I, I, but I don't know how like universal that word is. <laughs> have you That's seen a really those... educated first thought, Mike. Have, have you seen those? This is my tangent. I'm sorry. Have you seen those ones that when you go over those rumble things that they they like sing out a tune? I love yeah. that. That's a great idea. <laughs> well, Musical the, the, rumble strips. Apparently, the yeah. Oh, well. So um, Tom Scott did a video on them, oh. and. Uh, someone who put them down in california i think it is they got the um they got the spacing wrong so it plays it out of key oh. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's really disconcerting fantastic uh, yeah go find so, that so uh first thought rumble thumps yeah. i look at that and i'm thinking um like humpty dumpty i'm thinking of like nursery rhyme thing um, like some sort of um what's the word traditional story like a yeah something like character that or like... something maybe yeah mm, no no <laughs> no. <laughs> Lots, no. <laughs> no that's another good guess though right Seems um, somewhat is this have you have you uh, successfully deviated from science or is this a science topic i've successfully deviated from science tonight hello okay, <laughs> okay cool and my other topic Great. which i had as like a backup is also a deviation from oh, my wow. usual Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm proud of you, Josh. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> that means a lot. And I, I have so I am so stumped with this one. Like I don't even know where to to go. Okay. Okay. So I, I'll give you your first clue if you'd like. All right. I was going for a clue. Yeah, I'll take a clue. Right. Um. So it's associated with Scotland. Oh, now I feel like I should know. <laughs> Is it like? <laughs> I'm thinking like Highland Games, and I'm wondering is it something from the Highland Games, like some kind of like an event s- or yeah, an event or like a sport that they play, you know? It's Should- not, but that's also like a really good guess on ah. it because there's there's some unusual Highland Games. Mm. Is it? A I food? was going for food. Go on, Mike. It is a type of yeah. It's, it's a dish. It's a it's a dish. A dish. Say it again. Rumble defumps. Rumble de thumps. Mm. That makes me think of like little, like like meatballs or something. You know what I mean? I don't know, like <laughs> something that rolls. I don't know why. Um, you know, like Mike's pretty much guessed what it is, so I don't know if I can. I'll try and tease out a couple of things from you, but like you know, it is a it's a Scottish dish. Um, it's not a meat dish. Oh. oh, is it a veg? It's not a type of veg. It's a, it's but it's it is made of veg. It's a, it is a dish, um, which has originated in Scotland. Um, if you can, there's three main ingredients, and if oh, you can man. guess them, I'll be like really so, happy. So I'm thinking of like you know how we have sort of like bubble and squeak, and you have things where they sort of put together like leftovers, yeah, that kind of thing. So it's That's sort exactly of like... what it is. Oh right, oh okay, <laughs> ne- <laughs> All right. neeps and tatties. <laughs> ne- I thought isn't uh isn't I don't know if it's bubble and squeak. I thought bubble and squeak was called neeps and tatties. <laughs> I, I could be wrong. I don't know. It's probably got neeps like different t- names no, based is... off of where it is. No, Tatties is potato, surely. Yeah. I don't know. So what? So what's in there? Uh, it's like, uh, turnip. I think you've got potato, Parsnip. potato, cabbage, and and then I like uh, in go my on. head like there's some kind of meat in there. Um, I'm gonna go with like carrots or something because I literally can't fit it in my head. So it's um, potato, cabbage, cabbage, and, and one last ingredient: onion. Uh, uh, onion he smashed it <laughs> yes because obviously onion needs to go in everything because just onions the way with cooking and i was like what would go nicely in that 
you know, like a hash brown, you have kind of like onion. Yeah, it's essentially kind of like, you know, quite a lot of things are made from shredded potato and onion, really. I am going to find this and try it. Because it's my kind of thing. I look forward I to it. Yeah, I, I, I have not successfully home cooked a hash brown. That is hard. Making a hash brown from scratch I, is there's a lot of moisture involved in a potato. Mm. I never realised how much <laughs> juice there is in a potato. You got to strain the potato. You got to strain the onions. Well, I can send involved. you a recipe I mean, for this if you want, Jensen. It's my, send me the recipe. Yeah, because yes, that's how I awesome. came across it. Uh, I feel like you've guessed that a bit too easy, so I, I don't know if I should do my second topic as well. Okay. What do you Go think? Yeah, let's How are we doing it. for time? Do How are we doing for time? Like, give me um, seven minutes on this and then make Mike do attempt. That's <laughs> make Mike do it quickly. <laughs> <laughs> should we see? Go on, Go give on, us a quick, right, quick, quick, okay. quick. <laughs> fast fire, fast fire. <laughs> quick fire round. Yeah, right. quick fire. So this is, this is a man called um, Daniel Tavari, and I want to know what he's known for who is he uh don't know skip should we go on to mine now? <laughs> <laughs> i uh um... i have no idea again right random i, d- I don't on. know his name i don't know his name maybe it was dimitri for some oh. reason right there's a really famous like russian sniper um mm. and he was like the top russian sniper um in world war Two. right it's not him. Most confirmed kills or something. Yeah, most confirmed sniper kills. No, um, so it this not... man, this no. man, Daniel, Daniel, is Italian. Um, ah. So he's not Russian. I was going to say, and... he didn't really sound Russian, but that's what came to mind. <laughs> as, as far as I'm aware, he's not a sniper, but... <laughs> I mean, it's... Anything could happen. Anything could happen, yeah. <laughs> So is he alive? To my knowledge, he's still alive. Oh. He's alive and kicking. Very little is known about this man, but he's known for a very particular thing. He, um... It's not... It's a a pretty... uh, It is a pretty quick one. Um, But... Is Is he known for an act? Or... More feet, more feet than a feet. More, more feet. Ah, so is the Italian David Blaine? <laughs> no, but that's a good guess. <laughs> <laughs> so he's some kind of like. Are you telling me that he sells pictures of his feet online? <laughs> <laughs> so and that brought him fame. <laughs> so are we like um, really we, So, so we're like feet. world record, Guinness World Record type thing, yeah. We are in the realm of Guinness World Records. Okay. Most plates oh, smashed in one goodness. minute. That's I'm just random out there. <laughs> Surely he's a Greek. Man. Yeah, that's got to be a Greek. No, I'm telling you. <laughs> what would you hazard a guess as to that number, Jensen? Oh, my, oh my I gosh. could easily just drop a stack of like a thousand plates or something. Um, I don't think that's Guinness World Record worthy. There must be hundreds. It would be like hundreds i don't anything you have to goes be in the guinness world record now they? man yeah you have to be hand, hand smashed plates <laughs> has to be picked up this is a tangent let's not it's go not, here. it's not it's that. not plate smashing um but he set this world record in march of 2013 um and it's not been beaten yet it's something it to do f- with like, his body is it endurance it's some sort of endurance no feat. it's not are you thinking like wim hof kind of level yeah, something something along those lines. It is something to do highest, with his body. Highest belly flop. Longest toenails. <laughs> <laughs> it's not highest belly flop. It's not longest toenails, but it is longest something on leg. his body. Oh. <laughs> longest leg. Uh, longest legs. Longest <laughs> Just mustache. singular leg. <laughs> Just, Just one. <laughs> no, it's not as long as... It's to do with hair, though, Mike. It's not his moustache, but it is to do with hair. Oh. Nose hair. Oh, that's specific. Longest ear hair. No. Oh, longest uh, navel uh, No, hair. no. <laughs> chest hairs. No, it's on the chest region. Oh, I didn't want to say the word. Nipple Thank you, hair. Mike. Thank you for saying that word. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> this man has 
Josh, can I just ask, like, what did you Google well, to find yeah, right. how? So I'm going to disclose some information here, and I, 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 I don't know how comfortable I am disclosing it, but I'm going to do you it. Have, you have about one minute on nipple hair, go. Yeah. So I, I have quite long nipple hair myself. Oh, my days. All right, you can stop. That's all I needed to know. Oh, my days. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, I might have measured my nipple hair at one point. My lord. And inquired, inquired and you thought through. you had the record. <laughs> no, I, I, was just, I was just trying to put everything into context. So I was like, how close to the record uh, am I? Okay. Like, if I keep growing this, like, is it within reach, for yeah. example? Are you in the running? For it? <laughs> yeah. And are you? Uh, no, I'm significantly shorter. Do you want to guess at the oh, length of news. this man's nipple hair? Uh, I would rather guess at the length of your <laughs> Go on, guess mine. I have trimmed since measuring oh, because of that. I was just embarrassed. 13 centimetres. No, it's not quite 13, Mike. It's <laughs> ridiculous. So, so what's what's the I Italian like man's His is 17. Wow. 17? Yeah. So 17 is the world record. That's a... I'm going to say 4 centimetres. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I be, like, worried about 4? Because you said you were significantly <laughs> away. I'm a li- I don't know. I've never measured my nipple hair. I can guarantee so you both going to go away and measure your nipple hair no, after this. No, I don't, I don't <laughs> think I've got to do that, no. Um, I might do it. That is a long, that is a long um, right, chest sure. curl right there. Do you want to guess mine, then? Yeah, have you got a tape measure with your bike? Oh, oh you're no, topic. No, we're not doing this. Right, you yeah, move on to it. Go, go, to, go, go. Let's move to Mike. Okay, go on, mate. Okay. <laughs> Give me your first thoughts on what Kodak uncovered in 1945. Ooh. Oh. Kodak, the like, photography company. Yep, the film manufacturer. Film manufacturer. Discovered or uncovered? Mm-hmm. Um, 1995. I- uh, 45. 1945. So, yeah, they discovered a film in their in their <laughs> archives. Um, 1945. We're getting into possible alien land now, aren't we? Ooh. Oh. Um, some okay. kind of, you know, UFO tape. Ooh. That's where I'm. That's where I'm thinking with this. Okay. If anyone would Josh... know that, it would be Jensen. Jensen would be. <laughs> Jensen would be aware. <laughs> um, I like prior to Jensen's first thought, I was just going to be like, "Oh, they've like discovered a new technique for developing film. Like, you know, that's what they do. That's what they're good at." So, that's what I was going to say. But now, because you brought it as a topic, Mike, I think it's going to be a little bit more interesting than that. Oh, it's a little bit more spicy than that. Yeah. Hey. Spicy. Oh, yeah. no. Are uh, you going to like this one? <laughs> oh. This is a good one. Have they... Uh, in 19, I want to know what the significance is of 1945. Like, Obviously, it's when they discovered this thing, but why? What were they doing? Is it an item that they've uncovered, like, stumbled upon, like Jensen's speculating? They, Yeah, they totally stumbled upon it. Hmm. Um... I wonder if they're, like, photographs of something really obscure, like, not UFO, but, like, just something which no one would have expected to have ever been photographed. Uh, Yeah, you could say that. Because, you know, you have, like, those... um... Go on, Jensen, sorry. Right. I'm... (laughs) I'm now wondering, are they, like... No, it's a bit early for that. But I'm wondering, are they like Hitler's home movies or something? You know what I mean? Like in his in his like retreat in the Alps or something, and they they come across these. Mike you know, said like it was family spicy. Records. He said it was spicy. That's spicy, Jeff. man. Hitler's Is home, it? Re- home videos. Is it? I mean, that's pretty sp- who knows what Flipping. he was recording at that Don't time? Worry. <laughs> you know, despot number one. That's. <laughs> Is it, Mike? I, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, no, no, it's not that. Spicy, right. Was that closer with UFOs then, yeah? Um, no. In the sense... Oh. No, actually, oh, okay. I can... I can, let's, I can segue oh, this into okay. it. Nice. Um, in the sense that uh, a UFO is unidentified. They don't know what it is. Ooh. Stay along those tracks. Is it like... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's <laughs> not. I'm not even going to say what I thought it was. Uh, okay, yeah, no. Um, 
1945. So, have mm-hmm. they... Di- right, can we just clarify that what they've discovered yeah. is either some sort of footage or some sort of photograph? Negative. Negative. Okay, it is not. right. Mm-hmm. Right. Hmm. Painting. You see what I did there with that I did. That was good. That was good, Mike, actually. I did appreciate that. So, so is it a painting, maybe? No. Nope. Oh, right, okay. Is it... Do you, oh, want, uh, okay. do you want a clue or do you want to keep is going? Is it related to photography, though, Mike? Like, is it some sort of, like, yes. premature... You know how... Shall I... Jensen brought... Shall I help you on. a little bit? Yeah, yeah. So, um, it's not an image... It has something to do with uh, the manufacturing process of film. Right. And I'll give you a little bit more. Uh, it was particularly X-ray film. Ooh. Oh. To do with the process of X. Have they what? Do you want to know what? Mm. So Have they come across like maybe some naturally occurring X-ray imagery, like? which was produced without any sort of equipment at all. Um, The phenomenon that they discovered um, was what what I'm talking about, but it's not naturally occurring. Right, okay. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I'm stumped. I mean, I was, like, thinking, is it, like, early MRI, that kind of stuff? Um, But no, no, like, we're an X-ray. In... Back back yep. then, X-ray film was used for you know taking yep. X-rays. Mm-hmm. the The issue that they had was um, that this film was fogged, so that means that it's been exposed to something before being taken out of the pack. Right. So when it was being oh. taken to uh, hospitals to go and um, X-ray people, um, they were finding that the the X-ray film was compromised somehow. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's kind of mysterious. Are we Very talking? Mysterious. Are we talking like you know paranormal interference here? Or no? <laughs> okay, right, no. I'm like, oh, come on, come on, no, no, it's not ESP, no, nothing ESP going on. Okay. Um, it's been exposed to obviously, so it's been exposed to some kind of radiation source. Um, Correct. So, have they discovered a new type of radiation? In this, have they discovered like in no, no, they knew of things like infrared already at this point, right? Yeah, they knew of infrared. Uh, they, I can tell you, um, what they found on the film. Go on, yeah, go on. I'm stumped to be honest. So it was cesium 141 <gasps> they found. Okay, Josh seems to know what that is. <laughs> Well, you have radioactive compounds, don't you, basically? One yeah, for yeah, one. yeah. And this, this is used for maybe, like, carbon dating, isn't it? It is now. Yes. But back then it wasn't. Ooh. Do you want to hazard oh. a guess as to why it is now used for because carbon dating? Because of the dating? half-life of it. Well, they, well, they know yeah. how long it takes, but, don't they, for, for one... So the date is very significant yeah, yeah. here. It's associated... Because... Mm. Before 1945, there isn't any cesium-141. What? It's due oh. to maybe, like, Hiroshima or something, maybe? A little bit earlier than that. Hmm. How a little bit earlier? You're getting very I, close. I, I, very close, as in Nagasaki close. Oh, oh wait. Uh, oh, a little bit earlier okay. than that. Ah. Uh. So we're we're in so we're into this these, is like, spicy, uh, Mike. You said uh, it was early. spicy. <laughs> so we're into these early nuclear tests, then, aren't we? Really? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Kodak discovered the U.S. testing nuclear bombs. Wow. Ooh, hello. That's heavy. That. Because I was going to say, like, the only other source would be a nuke, but yeah. So um, maybe. So cesium one four one. Um, is an isotope that is only formed from nuclear fission. Right. So um, that's that's how they discovered that uh, you know this yeah, wasn't not, an not actual naturally occurrence. occurring. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the way they found it was um, people obviously started complaining that their film had already been exposed. It was foggy. Right. And uh, Julian Webb at Kodak 
he was um he was testing the particles and what he did was cut out the areas of the film that was affected and it was part of the packaging um was contaminated somehow right. uh so he did tests and he found out that it wasn't any of the um the regular suspects that they would have expected at that time like radium thorium uranium and actinium i think the other one right. was okay um they uh produce alpha um radiation yeah. ah. and he discovered beta. um beta um which was uh exposing the film and damaging it wow well so he came to the conclusion that uh this had had only been done from uh nuclear fission um they've created an explosion there's lots of different um radioactive molecules and he was able to figure out that the u.s were testing um nuclear bombs wow. in the u.s and what was yeah. happening was the um the what was it cesium cesium one yeah, yeah, one yeah um that was being um taken up into the stratosphere mm-hmm. it was coming down as rain and those molecules were being um taken uh into the waterways where kodak's paper mills <laughs> for oh, their wow. um for their packaging and like processing plant um and it they were affected um, and when they were when they were packaging them, that was what was contaminating the film. So there's like they uncovered the fact that they were they were Yikes. doing these tests. What do you even do with that information? Like? So <laughs> they um, they contacted the government like, and they were like, someone's testing. They tried you. to, Hi. but we don't know. Uh, who. They, <laughs> yeah. Well, they had a suspicion. That, um, so uh, Robert, uh, sorry, Julian Webb. Not Robert Webb. Um, he he wrote a paper in 1949, and obviously because he waited so long to publish the paper, he had a, an inkling right. that it was um, you know something a little bit um, sensitive. So Kodak tried to sue the government for um, damages to their product, basically, and other photographic um, people that were, were creating it's photographic. Yeah, a lot of stock in film. it. Uh, but worse than that, so uh, hang on, sorry. They um, they came to an agreement. The government would forewarn uh, any photographic industry of um, of this happening, basically, so they could plan for it. Uh, but now, years later, um, they have discovered that the um, obviously it's gone into the waterways. Um, all of those radioactive materials had gone up into the stratosphere, come down as rain, and it was affecting the um, food chain uh, yeah, in America. Wow. They reckon there's about 70,000 cases of thyroid cancer caused by these tests wow. from from what I just explained. Wow. Um, and in 1997, there was a um, an investigation into it. Uh, because apparently what happened was uh, scientists told the government that the best place to do the testing was on the East Coast, yeah, and and they did it in Nevada, (laughs) and it it just spread all across America. You know, like any (laughs) any good disaster film, if you're not if you're listening to the scientists, there's not going to be a disaster film. (laughs) Um, So, you know, that's how it is. So back to um, carbon dating. The reason we can carbon date things is because of this particular isotope, uh, radioactive isotope, is only present because of these um, nuclear fission explosions that happened uh, and have got taken around the world through various... um, you know meteorological systems so we all have a a little bit of oh. cesium 141 and oh. 147 in our bodies right now oh hello friend dated back to that um that period uh and the way they date it as far as i'm aware obviously a dumbed down version of this um <laughs> the more of it you have the closer you are to that date that 1945 ah but I, I would imagine mm. that it's also to do with like how close you were to that as well. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. So do they? I mean, do they use that in like modern forensics and stuff like that? So if they like discovered a body or something, can they use that to accu- accurately identify the date or? 
uh, I don't yeah, know. you can um, you can figure out how long ago something or somebody died because the whole time you're alive after this date, um, you are continually absorbing that into your body. Oh wow, right. cool! So huh. um, due to the half life of it, you can accurately um, what's the word uh, carbon what? date things using that. That's cool. Um, but interestingly, uh, yeah. non-biological dating, um, you can yeah. figure out a wine forgery um, oh. because anything before 1942 has has none of this um, cesium-147, which has Ooh. distinctive gamma rays, which is, you know, why why they, I, they are able to use this... Um, Thing. I'm not sure about the 1942. That wasn't really explained. Um, right. I feel like this is going to be really in useful information at some point. Like you know, well, oh God, I, God, I, really know, <laughs> I know that Kodak. So you know, just you know, when the government call on me to solve some weird problem, yeah, it's like CSI level. Well, I know, yeah, yeah. I've, I've not given you any of the uh, any of the method. You're going to have to figure that out yourself. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> So, Mike, uh, will, you, will you just explain to people what the difference is between cesium-141 and 147? I have no idea. Is it the number <laughs> of protons or something? And I don't know. You're the scientist, Josh. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. But they both came around about the same time yeah, so or the, something. They both came around at the same time. I think the um, it's, it, yeah, it must be something to do with the protons since you okay. suggested that um, <laughs> I might and, be, uh, I <laughs> and i think possibly the um the half life is, is different either that or i wrote it down wrong i'm not here to do i'm not here to do the work for you like i'm just here to suggest you know what you what you might want to go and read about <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's like really interesting. Like, cause I know there was stuff where, like, when Chernobyl happened, like, they had a load of problems still growing things in Scotland and all that kind of stuff. Like, how these things get spread around the world and, like, the <clears> areas. <throat> um, yeah. So, in 1964, there was a treaty that stopped nuclear tests pretty much anywhere oh. um, except for underground tests. So, you're not allowed to do it in space. You're not I allowed did. to do it over the ground and I you're not allowed to do it in water i did not oh, know well. that what was that date again mike 64 1964 <laughs> these these are the kind of these are the kind of laws that i like to know about <laughs> got into kind of know, wanting to know a bit more about law and legislation lately um, did i tell you about the baby teeth the baby teeth what yeah no, right, no. I, I did speak did. about this when we got cut off. Oh, um, right. <laughs> so you'll hear this twice, won't you? Um, so they did a, a baby tooth survey. This was around 60s, I think. Um, right. And they were looking for um, strontium because strontium has a half-life of 30 years, I think. Right, okay. In 1963, they collected 300,000 baby teeth and they found that there was 50 times more strontium than there should have been in the samples that they collected right um strontium is the one that they were like worried about but um it seems as though more damage has been done by one of the other right um things what was it is it iodine uh, right so yeah iodine 131 right um that is the that is the um the the thing that has the thing, uh, yeah. <laughs> the What's bad the word? Is, one. It is it a molecule? That, radioactive molecule? I yeah. don't know. Yeah, failed yeah, chemistry. We'll go with that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that got into uh, milk because uh, oh. it got into the fields. The cows started eating it. Got into the milk, and it, they didn't think that it was that bad of a radioactive isotope because uh, that has a half life of eight days. However, um, what happens with iodine is it acts like a calcium. I think, is that strontium iodine? <laughs> oh my God, I, I think, like... no, right. 
See, the thing is here, I have written these notes, and, you know, there may be discrepancies, but like, <laughs> what, I think, what I think iodine does is it, it behaves like calcium, gets into the bones, causes bone and blood cancer uh, because of oh, ionizing wow. radiation in the wow, That's not the um, way, is it, that body. one? No. Yeah, so stop laughing. That's, this is awful. Uh, yeah, wow. <laughs> that's so um, flippant heck. So, yeah, that was um, the cases of thyroid cancer um, wow. that was caused by iodine, I believe. Wow. You said like 70,000. Yeah. Yeah, that's like yeah. A, a, a rough number. Wow. And that's obviously the ones we know about from... Yeah, yeah. From yeah. this yeah. source alone. Crikey. Well, that it was, was in the 90s, it was, wasn't it? So It was that, a disaster. Yeah. Wow. That has kind of been kept under the rug. I think it's interesting that they can now only test underground. I think that's kind yeah. of interesting. You would like, thought yeah, that... Just Go on, Jensen. Like, I just Go think on. it's like... It's just a, like, yeah, we'll blow up some things underground, you know, and like people get all bent out of shape about fracking, and yet, you know, nuclear tests, if they do them... Are happening underground. And I imagine these high. are like remote areas. We're talking maybe like well, like fifty-one North or South you know, Pole, like the know. area of fifty-one. Um, apart and and these and these you know kind of bases for research have these massive underground, um, ma- you know, mass yeah, like you know, massive underground structures and stuff. Huh. Um, so I wonder, you know, is that oh, I was wondering, is that some of the stuff going on there? You know, they testing nuclear things and. Some, they do all kinds of interesting stuff there, you know, that we don't get to know about for a while. Well, so. geographically, it's in but, the right sort of area, isn't it? Yeah, Nevada. yeah. I think that's an interesting place over there, man. That's interesting, where the interesting things go are. on. Interesting things go on there, mate. Nice. Yes, I'm not saying of the alien kind, though. No, no. But, <laughs> but um, like, I just think things like that are interesting because, like. Just, there's Anything which is unknown is interesting, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, like, you know, well, it's like I forget, I forget what the terminology is for it, but basically, like, they don't want to present certain technology and technologies to the public, otherwise, people get future shock. So, a good example of it was the smart car was actually designed in the seventies, but people would not be ready for that small, seemingly small change. So, and they're often, you know, twenty, thirty years ahead. Um, in some fields um, than the public are certainly in the research stage anyway yeah it's not just um, the public either it's other countries like that's because yeah, most that's, of these developments well. are for military purposes aren't they when yeah, you say so, smart car do you mean technologically advanced or the small Mercedes the vehicle the smallest <laughs> no like like the smart like the smart car no and no uh, <laughs> Like, yeah, but it's like... That the world wasn't ready, Mike. Like, the world was not ready. Uh, but as, as an example, you know, like, there's there's a lot of other stuff that we definitely would have been re- would not have been ready for. If you if you popped, you know, a smartphone into someone's hand yeah. um, for a, a culture that was not ready for it, that could have interesting consequences. So, um, you know, plus some things are just scalable as well because it would be ridiculously expensive to mass produce of course, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But um, like there's some cool like holographic panels they've got out now and things like that. You know that holograms of folding yeah, screens. Yeah, yeah. They've got some really interesting stuff, man. Some really. I mean, that was that was years ago now. So I, I find it fascinating. I find it really interesting. You know, I love I love research and development stuff. I love checking it out, seeing what's going on. Um, cool topic, Mike. Yeah, great topic. Oh, thank you very great much. Great topic. Good episode. So, so it did like did that come around for obviously because like your your research uh, and like your sort of your profession as a photographer, like is that one of those things yeah, like in the field you know or did you come across it? No, um, I came across that because the algorithm just feeds me what I want to see on the internet. Oh, that's and, true. Yes, um, there is uh, a video by Veritasium. And he explains it all in much better detail and accuracy than I have. Mm. Uh, so I'd recommend going watching that. But there is also yeah. a, a couple of articles about it. It's pretty well known. Um, That's it cool. was posted on F-Stoppers um, a few years ago. And obviously there's been media attention from mm. it. <clears throat> Man. Um, on a side note, I have a no. uh, an image that I shot... Um, it was a 5.4 image, large format, and yeah. it went through the um, the scanner in the airport, and it I've got uh, an, it 
an example of x-ray damage on film which i'll show you later oh cool oh wow nice. yeah in the after show yeah <laughs> maybe we could put that on the um maybe put show notes on yeah that's if a great idea a, Josh. if it's not a uh, sensitive image we could pop uh, up no it's a it's a <laughs> wonderful know, image of a beach you know i love it a ruler next to your nipple hair or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah dan nice. danielle the italian man <laughs> How? I mean, I, you know what? We all get those questions, I suppose. You know, who has the longest toenails? You know, like who has eaten the most foam? You know, like <laughs> the, the strange foam. things that come to you. Um, right. Let's. Should we? Should we get a? Uh, an I think we should. Name? I think we should get a name and we should wrap it up before we we uh, we devolve. I, I've had. Any further. I've been having a little think as we've been. I've been oh. trying to multitask. Oh, that's oh, new. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> um, Dendro 141. Dendro 141. Mm. I like it. Mm. Works for me. Dendro. Yeah, because of your dendrochronologists that you were talking oh, yeah. about. With. Yeah, okay. That's 141 for that. Yeah, you know, I'll take Dendro 141 unless you want to try and squeeze something else, but I think that flows nicely. What do you think, Mike? Dendro 141. Yeah, I love it. It's great. Uh, Dendro Let's 141. Let's go for I it. I love it. Right, so the episode name is Dendro 441. 141. 141. Right, <laughs> right well, I have, I'm going to sign us off now. Um, thanks for joining us this week, of course. Josh is just laughing at me now. Uh, of course, you can find us on the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Castbox, all the good ones. You know where to find us, and you can find us uh, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at JRJ Podcast. So um, yes, thank you very much uh, for listening. And boys, I will speak to you soon. Next one is the Christmas special. Yes, nice. All right, take care, guys. Bye. Love it. Excellent. See you later. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> take care, guys.